Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to your week-ending edition of The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Friday, the 11th of June. Today, we're talking Queensland's turbo problem, and Aussie goes Scotty, and the race to replace Bucks heats up. But first... Every Aussie knows that the swimmers are the heartbeat of any Australian Olympic team. And this weekend, we'll find out exactly who will be pumping that heart as the Aussie swimming trials get underway in Adelaide. But there will be one notable absentee. Matty Groves with silver. Absolutely nothing between them. Two-time Olympic silver medalist Matty Groves withdrew from the trials via her social media account early yesterday morning and then reshared her own post with the following message, quote... Let this be a lesson to all misogynistic perverts in sport and their bootlickers. You can no longer exploit young women and girls, body shame or medically gaslight them and then expect them to represent you so you can earn your annual bonus. Time's up. End quote. So while Groves won't be competing this weekend, you get the feeling we're going to be hearing more about her reason for withdrawing in the future. But there is one name we will definitely be hearing from this weekend. Cody Simpson, my favourite song on the radio, radio. Yes, Cody Simpson will swap his rock star dreams to continue pursuing his Olympic one. And Aussie swimming legend Grant Hackett told the scorecard, the sky's the limit for Cody. Can he make the team for Tokyo? Look, I think it's a bit of a scratch right now for Cody. But really, his focus is Paris 2024. That's what he's training for. And he's rapidly improving all the time. So I think we can expect Cody to to make a final here. And and who knows how high he's going to to get up in that final and and whether he can scrape in for a medal or not. But yeah, we'll see if he can continue to bring his time down at the, the same rate that he has been. Welcome to the club. How does it feel to be the new Celtic manager? Yeah, it's pretty surreal, mate. Uh, it's obviously a, a fantastic and exciting opportunity for myself. And, uh, you know, looking forward to, to getting there and, and, and starting work and, and, you know, experiencing the, the special uh, atmosphere and environment that is Celtic Football Club. Aussie Ange Postacoglu is headed to the Highlands. Welcome to Scotland. Postacoglu, who won titles as a coach in both the A-League and Japan's J-League, as well as coaching the Socceroos at the 2014 World Cup, will take on the position as the manager of Celtic FC on a 12-month rolling contract. We've always had an Australian connection there. We've got Tommy Rogic there, and I've always followed Tommy's career. And, you know, we had Daniel Arzani there not long ago. And, you know, even, though, even before that, people like Scotty McDonald, Big Dukes has been through there. So it's a club I've followed for a long time. And, um, so I've kind of looked at their performances last year, have an idea of where they're at, and uh, we want to start the season really positively and, and start with the first game. Now, don't underestimate this story. This is without doubt the highest club job ever held by an Australian football manager. I'm kind of a big deal. Really? And Celtic supporters are nuts about their team, a fact that played a large part in Poster Cogley accepting the position. It was probably the most appealing thing to me. Um, I've been told so often about the atmosphere at Celtic Park and, and how passionate the supporters are, and I realise it's it's generational support. It's support that goes back three or four generations. Um, Celtic Football Club is uh, part of people's households, and all I can do is, uh, you know, pledge to them that I'll, I'll give my all to make sure that we make them proud of their football club, and uh, as I said, create something special. As the fallout continues from Queensland's humiliating 44-point loss to New South Wales in Game One of State of Origin, 
The Sunshine State has one very big problem to solve ahead of Game 2. For starters, I think we, we need to look at that centre position and how we're going to stop Tommy Turbo. He almost had three rain. Queensland icon Cam Smith on SEN's Breakfast with Vossi identifying that three-try hero Tom Trebojevic is the problem that Maroons must solve if they're to send the series to a decider. But... It's easier said than done, as Mark Guy pointed out. The cupboard's pretty bare as far as Queensland centres go, and that's the big worry. Tommy Turbo last night, I mean, it's an art to read a game two or three tackles before it's happening, and that's exactly what he does. He's six foot five, he's just, he plays like a halfback, he hits the ball up like a front rower. Uh, the most valuable player in the game by far is Tommy Turbo. MG speaking on the rush hour with MG and Liam yesterday, and despite the greatest rugby league minds in the country being unsure how to stop Tommy Turbo, One man believes he has the answer. Uncle Clive wants you. Yeah, billionaire Clive Palmer tweeted after the match yesterday that, quote, Congratulations to New South Wales who were faster and stronger. However, Israel would have made a difference. Queensland needed someone of his ability. I'm urging Queenslanders to get behind Israel Folau's return to rugby league. The exiled star would have made a difference in last night's origin match. End quote. You're crazy. Nathan Buckley might be preparing to coach his final game for Collingwood on Monday against the Dees, but the rest of the AFL community is already looking ahead to who will be his replacement. Give me a name. And the names are flying thick and fast. Collingwood legend Peter McKenna believes the Pies should be chasing Port Premiership coach and former Collingwood captain, now Melbourne development coach, Mark Choco-Williams. I like this one. And the man considered a strong front-runner for the job, former St Kilda and Frio coach Ross Lyon, spoke on Channel 9's Footy Classified saying that while he would take a phone call from Collingwood if they did ring, he believes it's a one-horse race to replace Bucks. If Alistair Clarkson's available, there is no competition. Just pull out whatever he needs, have the conversation and get him signed. So, is that horse interested? Well, I'm contracted at Hawthorne next year and I think I've spoken about this. You know, this, this happens, uh, it's happened every year, I dare say, for the last 10. I don't say that in an arrogant fashion. Every time that there's some sort of movement in it with a coach, my name is linked to it. And I haven't moved for 10 years and I don't dare say I won't be moving this time either. OK, can someone put Clarko down as a no? Thank you. And that is your fast, fun hit of sport to wrap up your week. For those of you who get a long weekend, enjoy it. For everyone else, I'll see you Monday for another episode of The Scorecard. Listener.